Yo, what's going on, people? It's episode two here of the AJ Rose Show. Big up everyone that tuned in to episode one. I got some email today. It was like the podcasters has ranked in a chart. I thought, yeah, yo, like what chart? And I checked it. It's like, yeah, you're number 197 in the comedy interviews chart. So it's quite niche, but big up all six listeners that tuned in to get me to that point. It means a lot. Big up everyone listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. I haven't put it on Amazon yet. So apologies for the Amazon lot. But yeah, thank you for the support on episode one. Today, we're going to bring you episode two. Today's guest is very funny comedian. And for some reason, that bothers me a lot. My mum's favourite comedian. <laughs> it's none other than Dinesh Nathan. What's happening, mate? What are you saying, so, Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Well done on the ranking, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> Just I saying now, I listen to this podcast <laughs> on six different platforms. So <laughs> I've really got you there. That's why I brought him on. When he told me he's signing up to loads of Spotify accounts, I was like, yeah, episode two. <laughs> yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's you, bro. I'm not only your guest, I'm your fan base as well. So, yeah. Literally, you're carrying this podcast. Like, maybe you should go to that A&E check if your back's all right. You are carrying this. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that I mentioned... Me, no, nah, it's cool. I met, I said uh, my mum's favourite comedian. So I met Dinesh on BBC New Comedy Awards, yeah? Obviously, I'm Indian. I know I don't look it. Just for anyone a bit surprised, like, yo, like, I thought he was Turkish. I'm not Turkish. <laughs> I'm Indian. Obviously, I met Dinesh at BBC New Comedy Awards. That was on BBC, obviously. And then I showed it to my mum, yeah? I was gassed. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah check this out, mum. What do you think of it, innit? And yeah. I, I, that was me being like, I wanted that, that mo. I wanted, a I wanted approval. I didn't get it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I showed it to my mum. And I was like, yeah, mom, like, what do you think? You think I've done well? She's like, yeah, you were good, but you see the guy after you, he was probably the best. <laughs> wow, amazing. And then, yeah. and then when I told her I'm coming here today, she's like, oh, tell him I said hello. And I'm like, what do you want him to do with that information? Like, yeah, we'll definitely say hello back, mate. Yeah. And that's it. End of interaction. So are you happy, mom? He greeted you back. I'll get you a discount code when he goes on tour. Oh, yeah. Right. It was great. as. Uh, it was exactly the same in my house. Like my mum, well, not exactly the same. But I, I showed my mum, and she's like, "Your head is very shiny." And I was like, "Thanks very much, mum. That's good. Focus on the jokes, please." <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how me and Dinesh met at that uh, Dinesh. That's how me and Dinesh met at that BBC gig. So let's throw things back. Like, how long have you been doing comedy for? I've been going about six years, something like that. Obviously through lockdown as well, which was, you know, a shit period because I did loads of uh, Zoom gigs, which were... Have you, did you do any Zoom gigs? No, I started after that, so thankfully... Oh, right. Yeah, they were shit. They were so bad, mate. They I, were so bad. i done acting classes on Zoom, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. You know what? Like, I'm be real. i done an acting class on Zoom. Yeah. And I thought I was a good actor because on Zoom, yeah, it's like you can, you can kind of like... Merc a sit like do a scene sit yeah. on Zoom. Yeah. Cause the hard thing about acting is <laughs> yeah. when you gotta do it in a whole room of people, innit? Yeah. So when it's just you in like on your sofa, like doing some weird scene and you're smashing it, it's easy. Then you go to a real life acting class yeah. and you're like, yeah, it turns out I'm not that good at acting. Easier on Zoom. I thought it'd be the other way around, to be honest with you. I feel like a dickhead just looking at the screen. It felt easy because it weren't real, basically. Yeah, Because yeah. it's on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. So, like, did you find that with Zoom where it's like, it's it's not, 
it's like it's a half measure kind of thing. Yeah, with the gigs, I didn't really like I because there's no connection. Like you know, when they first started doing them, there was no they didn't have you know you haven't got laughter coming back because like they muted all their mics. So it's essentially like a presentation. And then they started doing like front rows where they put like ten mics on, so you could hear some people laughing. But like, I did a a, um, a corporate right, and uh, it was basically I don't know who I can't remember who booked it, but I ended up on this corporate thing, and I got onto the Zoom call, and there was no one on it, right? So I started texting a promoter like, where like, where is everyone? And she said, oh, they're having a drink in another like room or something, or doing something else, but they'll be on in a minute. So they started coming on, and this manager bloke just starts talking to me, going, hello mate, how are you? You're right? Oh yeah, so you're a comedian. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, do you want to just start? Should we, do you want to do it now? Tell some jokes. <laughs> and I, like, so I did 20 minutes, right? I watched someone pick up a fucking phone. Someone has obviously looked at it and gone, I couldn't listen to this comedian or work. And they chose work, right? <laughs> so they answered the phone during it. And at the end of it, he goes, uh, so what does everyone think? And I went, nope, just shut the laptop off. I'm not <laughs> listening to that. They said, it was horrible, mate. Soul destroyed, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I started. Um, after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely glad yeah, that after sure. that. So like, what made you want... Obviously, this is one question people ask me a lot, yeah? And it, <coughs> I feel, for me, the answer's a bit like, well, people would just say I'm funny, innit? Yeah. And I thought... Yeah. And I like writing. So yeah. I thought, why not give it a try? Why'd you yeah. want to get... Why'd you start? Uh, I always thought about doing it. Like, my, obviously, my brother like was doing it for years. And I used mm. to go to loads of gigs with him and that. And um, I was always like, oh, I need to want to have a go. But I was, like, working. I was training, doing something else, like, uh, at the time. And then, um, and then finally, I started running my own gigs, and I was like watching comedians and that, and like, uh, like for the most part, I was like, you know, shit, I could never do this because there was, you know, I got loads of great comedians through. Um, and then part of me was like, I really want to have a go. And then I was like, and then I was writing material, and then I was never having the bollocks to like have a go. And then finally, I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm gonna have my first gig. And then, do you remember the first jokes? Do you remember the first jokes that you wrote? Because I remember the first time I wrote a set, yeah. It was awful. Like I, 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 when I first wrote it, it was all this like hack shit, just bare hack like material about like. I can't even remember, but it was so embarrassing that I just looked at it and I was like, I can't go in a room full of people and say this. So yeah, I had to yeah. write some better shit. Yeah, some of that was crap as well, but luckily there was some good bits in it. Yeah, like, was your first set was it crap? Right. When I when I wrote not in a like, not in an no not at way. all no not at all not at all um. Uh, but like when I first started writing material, like because you watch comedians and you think, oh, they're just talking. So mine was just waffle. There was no punchlines or nothing. So I just go through it. And like when I started actually trying to write actual gags or recognise what a setup and a punchline was properly, they were still shit. But they at least there was structure. Do you know what I mean? And then you you go through that. But like ultimately, I remember when I first started, my brother was like, just remember that you when you start your shit. That's just the, yeah, that's the summary are, of it. You it? just got to deal with it. And it's just some people will grind and go, okay, I recognise. I think the problem some people have is that I think you need like like a comedy radar, right? Some people, that's what I call it anyway, but a few people like sort of probably say that. But like um, they don't recognise like when they're dying. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't, some people come off stage to silence and go, well, I thought, I think that went really well. <laughs> and you go, did you? Like, but you know, and but luckily I was so... Uh, critical of everything I did. Yeah, like I'm, ne yeah. I'm never happy. I'm never. I've never come off stage and gone, "Oh mate, that was perfect." I hate. You know. I just like look back at it and go, "Oh man, I should have done that, or I could have done this." But um, yeah, the first set was dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I hear you on that because I have. I'm the same in it. It's like I can't think of too many times where, true say, a couple times like the blackout 
yeah. it's just gone swimmingly. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. them are just yeah. everything's just yeah, smashing yeah. it. Yeah. For context, the blackout, for people that don't know, it's a gong show. A gong show is like a brutal version of X Factor where if yeah. you're shit, they vote you off, innit? But if you're good, it's like the opposite where they're on like Cloud 57, forget yeah. Cloud 9, like they're loving it. So. Yeah. I watched. I, hear you. I went to the blackout. When I did the blackout, I watched someone. And I, obviously, I won't name the. Well, I can't even remember. Name the name, name bro. Yeah, it. nah. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember. To be fair, but oh, that um, old chestnut. It was can't that. <laughs> yeah. It was Ramesh Ranganathan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. I, I was watching this comedian, and lights. They put the lights up, or what? Oh, they put the card. Is it a card? I can't remember. It's three cards. Three cards. No, it's it? three cards that lead to the light. So three cards that lead to the light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um this guy was whispering to somebody else, going, put your card up. And then they put their card up. And he goes, well, why are you telling them to put your card up? And the guy just went, because you're shit. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, you set yourself up there for that. But yeah, it's brutal, mate. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, them gong shows, man. Yeah. They're really something. Yeah, totally. So yeah, obviously, like with your jokes, yeah, I was watching some of your sets. I say some of them, one of them, or mm. two of them, yeah. two that are online, I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going on, like, I watched for all like, eight hours of my <laughs> yeah. I watched two five minute clips and one of them I was there the first time <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah just proper... to see whether you can see yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> just looking over my shoulder uh, there I, gonna... I am there I am <laughs> <laughs> but yeah one thing I noticed is that obviously you make jokes about your kids yeah yeah but bro do you do you not ever think like these these lot might get older one day or they might already see it on the internet and shit yeah. and be like who the fuck is this waste man making all these <laughs> jokes about me to get laughs? Like my dad is selling us out for a laugh in a random pub. Like, did that ever cross your mind where nah, your kids might think that? Well, if the jokes don't work, they don't get fed. So they probably want me to do all right with it, to be fair. <laughs> <coughs> now nah, I do. It has crossed my mind a couple of times, but I don't think I say anything like, you know, it's not. Um, like you're questioning their personality or who they are as a person. Do you know what I mean? It's just a jet. Normally, well, it's specific to to my opinion, my feelings or opinions on it. Mm. But they are just kids, so uh, you know I like them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't hate them or anything. So yeah. they'll do. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like as, as much as anyone talks about their kids, they wouldn't change it, but they would still rip the shit out of them. Do you know what I mean? My dad yeah, did it yeah. to me. Like, why am I gonna <laughs> free them up? Yeah. I hear that. So you mentioned your dad, yeah, obviously. For context, first time I met Dinesh, yeah, obviously Dinesh is Ramesh's brother, yeah, Ramesh Ranganathan. And I read both of Ramesh's books, innit? So when I met Dinesh, I felt like a fucking creep because I'd read two books on this guy. <laughs> and he, I, and I'm just rocking up, like, trying to play it cool, like, acting like I had no clue who he was. But secretly, I knew, like, yeah... That story, what happened when you were 17, yeah. fucking hell, mate. I, my heart really bl <laughs> bled for you then. In, in Ramesh's books, he's got some good stories about when they was growing up and that. And then one of the stories I thought was interesting was, uh, I think it's when your dad died, he owned a pub, yeah? Yeah. And then you and Ramesh yeah. were landlords. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the time where you were a landlord. What was that like? That was that was a forced situation. So like, the because... The brewery, essentially it's brewery, <coughs> it's through a brewery. And uh, when my old man died, they were pushing us to continue running it. And What, they had no sympathy for your, the fact your dad had died? I mean, you know, as a person goes, as the person dealing us the news of this or the suggestions, he was sympathetic to a certain degree, but they were still trying to push us to run this pub. So <clears throat> to be honest with you, it was a nightmare. It was, 
you know, you're, you're in this situation. My dad left the, the whole situation a mess, to be fair. So, like, uh, you know, like, I love him to death for, you know, love him to death. Shit, that is not the statement I wanted to say. <laughs> but, like, you know, I obviously, like, you know, I, I've got a lot of fond memories of him and I appreciate him. Um, but financially, it was it was ruins. And we were kind of, like, torn between two things. One, the pub didn't make much money in any case. Um, and it was, uh, it was a scenario where uh, we were forced into doing this, which... And the pressure of it, uh, you know, of, of having to do that just caused, you know, like it stress. It's just you don't want to do it. The, the only so how, th how soon after like your dad died, did you have to just assume this role of like landlord? Um, I, I can't even remember. Like weeks. Enders? I'm talking weeks. weeks. Yeah, I'm talking weeks. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, it's yeah. like when Masood. I'm sure Masood had a stint in the Queen Vic. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What I'm I picturing. remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Masood was like a yeah. temporary landlord. Yeah. The only, I mean, the only now. reason we wanted to try and continue it is because we'd built really good relationships with the people, that, the, the customers. Like, we, we knew a lot of them, and, and, and that was probably the only driver that made me think, oh, let's, you know, let's try and do it. If it's profitable, let's try and do that. But it was just, it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't, wasn't right. And, it, you know, we were both, uh, at the time, I had just, um, I qualified as a pilot, so I just qualified at that period and um, so I was looking for work. So I was out of work. My brother was just starting his comedy career. So he was, you know, trying to get somewhere and not really getting paid. So it was a nightmare for the both of us. Um, so it was, yeah, it wasn't. It just, it just made the whole situation even more stressful. Like as much, we loved, like when he ran it, it was wicked. It was so much fun. We had lock-ins. It was like, do you know one of my mates, we had lock-ins because we didn't live above the flat, right? And um, so it was an empty flat. <clears throat> we all had this lock-in and we all got smashed and we all kicked there the night. And uh, it got written like the flat above because it weren't lived in. Like it was got so cold. Like the windows were drafty and that. And my mate goes, "I was so cold." Do you know in the the toilet the, there was no like there was the, the there was a um, uh, there wasn't a, a bath mat, but there was you know the rug around the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the he used one. that yeah. as a blanket. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was that kind of like, oh my god, that's savage, bro. It's like 10 years of urine. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Warm. Yeah, <laughs> he's warm, but he's got all sorts of diseases now. But yeah, he was warm for the night. Yeah, but it was a mad, yeah, it was it was a mad period. I mean, even like just an Asian landlord is, do you know what I mean? It's a bit different, but I can't lie, I don't know any Asian landlord. That's what I mean, yeah. And they loved him, like, they, he got on with all of them, and like. He was a proper joker and, you know, he, he wanted, to be fair, he just wanted to spend his time in a pub. So he thought the best way to get through, it, like, figure this out is just owning a pub. <laughs> and that way I could spend loads of time in there. Yeah. I've worked in a few places like that. I worked in a bar once, yeah, and the chef, this, not even a bar, is like this, you know, I don't want to bait out the details too much. Yeah. My old boss was cool, but done some shady things. Like, I used to roll him zoots. Like, yeah, because yeah. he, I, I don't smoke weed anymore, but yeah. I used to back then, and he yeah. knew I used to blaze before work, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say it was busy. This how you know it, where his priorities were. It'd be packed, like people are like bare people queuing up waiting for drinks, and he just turned to me, be like, AJ, take my car keys, go roll me a zoo. And, <laughs> and then the worst fit is, is he'd, he'd think he'd be like, roll one for yourself as well, yeah, but. The first time he gave me some weed, it was such a small quantity. I was looking at it like, bro, what, what am I rolling? Like, <laughs> this is dust. Like, so when he said roll one for yourself, yeah. my equivalent, equivalent of what a spliff would be would be like all of his weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit of an anticlimax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. It's very kind, yeah. I'll roll half a spliff. That's great. <laughs> yeah, man, but you do... Yeah. You, you, 
He wasn't the alcoholic though. At that same place, there was this chef, yeah. And obviously, you always, the chefs always get like three pints, and yeah. like he used to have me bringing him like I don't know, like eight pints a shift or something, just on the slide. Because I didn't really, I didn't. Re it's not for me to question like, yo, yeah. like you're on pint number six, and it's like one p.m. Like, mate, my old man was like that. He used to get smashed. Like, and and I remember like when I first. Um, it was straight after uni, I, like after I graduated, I was working there while I was looking for a job. So I just did a couple of shifts here and there. And uh, he drove me down there and then um, uh, we were like, um, we, it, we basically, I did the whole shift and uh, I go, uh, I better drive us back. And he goes, why? And I said, you had eight pints. And he goes, I had two pints. And I was like, <laughs> you had eight. And he's like, no, I had two pints. And I was like, listen, I served you eight pints. Like it's mad that he just, that was just the way he was. He was just mad. But no, yeah, I found like um a uh they were, the 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 old manager was keeping a tab of all the stuff my old man was drinking. When I found it, it had nine grand on it. Nine grand. <laughs> yeah, like, now what this pub ain't making money, man. <laughs> you know, don't get high off your own supply, man. That's the rule. Like, what was that? What how over what period? I don't even know how long that was. was but we yeah, it was just like obviously uh, you know. I mean, <laughs> I I was gonna say over a long period, but it was how much old is man, a pint? So. Like for pints of fiver, that's. That's like 450 pints. Yeah, yeah. Bad, didn't it? So about probably an afternoon, I imagine. Just one afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it was mental. That's mad. So obviously we mentioned before, you're Ramesh's brother, yeah? Do you ever feel like, what's the word? Like, not pressure, but like, or maybe pressure. Do you ever feel the pressure of being, because obviously Ramesh yeah. is like super successful in that. Yeah. And you do the same thing. Yeah. So do, does that ever come, like when you go to gigs and shit? Yeah. Do you feel like, I felt there's not really at gigs, but like I've sometimes walked in situations where it's like, these lot have made a judgment about me yeah. after like five seconds. Like, do <coughs> does that cross your mind? Like, oh shit, nah. they so, come Ramesh's bro, they might. No, uh, I mean, like, that's why I use Dinesh Nathan as the name and, it, and it's helped because it like you- Hold on, before you continue, can I just yeah. say he's, he's used Dinesh Nathan as if like, someone's like when you meet him it's, you're not going to be able to tell totally. him it's like superman it's like it's like clark kent in his glasses mate there's no way you'll you should have gone with like daniel nathan <laughs> or something yeah. like that i still use d ranger as way well. better dress <laughs> <laughs> they'll never know um but yeah but if, funny enough not that many people like when i first started um obviously i still use use the name just so that and to me it was like part of it was um validation to a certain degree like i wanted to know why i could do it so i wanted to get gigs off gigs off my back like i don't rum will you know i've never asked him to sort me anything out if he if i did i'm sure he would because we're close but i never want to i want in my mind i'm like i want to prove that i can do it yeah um but there will always be you know there will always be comparisons i imagine and stuff like but i've been touch wood i've been lucky enough using the name that people don't really don't really say the, much. The alias it. is working. It's working, mate. <laughs> Take the piss, but it's working, yeah. It's probably the lack of height and hair that probably <laughs> confuses people into thinking, he can't be wrong. You know what? Like, you say yeah. it's working because I, I heard about you for the first time through one of my friends, and she was like, blah, 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 some comedian come into my work and done a gig, innit? And it was Romish's yeah. brother. So I'm like, unless you got a joke addressing your Romish's brother, she must have put two and two together. Yeah, quite possibly. Firstly, the fact that we got the same voice, that really fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real bastard. But um, for the most part, and, and, and even then, I think they're suspecting it more, for the, more than knowing. Do you know what I mean? And until they look it up afterwards, maybe, or whatever, because no, I don't hide it. You know what I mean? I just yeah, use yeah, that yeah. name as a stage name sort of thing. 
But like, I've been in car. I was in uh, in a car with um, a comedian. who was like, um, he goes, uh, "Are you?" Ru-? Uh, actually, I can't say that. That'd be kind of racist. <laughs> and I go, I'll go what? And he goes, um, he goes, uh, you don't happen to be Roche's brother, do you? And I go, yeah. And he goes, woo, that was lucky. <laughs> that was lucky. <laughs> that was Ian Sterling, that was. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> he was hilarious. He was a really lovely bloke. Yeah. So have you ever, like you said then, like you never like, because I think it's Denzel, um, Denzel Washington's son, yeah? Yeah. He's brilliant, isn't he? Well, this wasn't really a point about his brilliant acting. I've never seen, only him, seen act, him acting on Zoom, though. I'm so. sure. <laughs> <laughs> he might be killing it. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure he said, like, yo, like, don't associate with my dad. I'm not trying to use the name. And then everyone was like, bro, associate <laughs> yourself with Denzel. He's like one of the yeah. greatest ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Fucking associate yourself. Totally, like, yeah. Have you ever think, felt like, Ooh, maybe I'll ask him for something. Yeah, well, no, no. I still don't ask him for anything like that. Um, uh, but I have sitting, sat in his kitchen with my wife and she went, I think our house could fit in this kitchen. And I went, yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 so I'm asking for something, it's probably money. I'll be like, dude, sort me out. <laughs> no, I, d- I, I still don't, just because, like, it, don't get me wrong, he would support in any way that mm. he can because you know we're, we're brothers but um i just wouldn't i just think you know because i don't want to be that uh, i do i never wanted to be that guy that got the leg up because of my brother so that's why i use the name and to be fair i find it easy because Asian you know ultimately privilege. yeah well <laughs> yeah do you know what i also don't want people to buy tickets to a ve- an event and go uh robert shrag brother might be funny and then i'll be shit and they go yeah this is bollocks false <laughs> advertising <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's easier to, to but you know I'm sure we'll gig in the future together have you ever that. done a gig with him I haven't no um, is that out of choice or just randomness like no he asked me to do uh, ages ago a long time ago would you fancy doing tour support like for the work in progress early on when I was, mm. I was going and I never felt again I, my, my uh, even with him is my whole thing was I want to be good enough to be asked if you know what I mean and, and I don't know yeah. if that was what how he was asking but then I did a couple of tour support spots for other comedians, good, decent comedians. And um, I was like, okay, I feel a bit more comfortable in doing it now. So I would do it. Um, so I think we'll gig, you know, I don't think it'd be long before we, we gig together. Mm. Say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look out for that one. People. Yeah, totally. I might one of them his... will be funny. One of them might not. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I might even do a set because I've got his voice. So uh, that might. <laughs> <laughs> you know Secretly, what? I've rummaged through his bins for old like comedy books and that. I think, fucking hell, I'll take that material and all. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, like I said earlier, I watched two of your clips online. Yeah. One of them I was there at, we'll get to that in a sec. You've done yeah. some Comedy Central one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that like? Like, was that your first TV yeah. gig? Yeah, it was, yeah. And it's and it was, um, so it's nerve wracking on the basis that you think, if I screw this up, then I, well, I don't know if they post it or edit it out. You know, could you imagine it being like, everyone's doing six minutes, and then yours is like 30 seconds. I remember like going to it and thinking, yeah, it's gonna be posted online and, and all that. Did it go on TV as well? Or? No, no. It's, it's Comedy Central Live. Is it was just online. Okay. And I was thinking, okay, it'll be posted up. But I, I felt all right after I'd, I'd done loads of gigs beforehand, just tidying it up or to, you know, just mm. running the same set. So we, you kind of yeah, know yeah, inside that. that. Even memory, yeah. even on the night, I still got a couple of bits that I'd got, you know, that I didn't want to do a certain way, and that mm. happens. But 
Um, I felt like I'd got put myself in a good position and stuff. So I was it looked like it went down well to be. Yeah, fair. I wanted, liked it. Ultimately, I wanted a, a, a great clip, and you know, and to me, uh, if once I'd got on to, um, sorry, I'm talking about the BBC thing with with the um, uh, Comedy Central one. I just wanted a decent clip so that I could, you know, obviously for promoters and stuff like that, it looks great, right? Mm. So um, yeah, so it, it was all right in the end. So we met, um, yeah, BBC New Comedy Awards. Um, it's like some comedy competition. You send in a video, you do like a a heat thing. Uh, like a semi-final or a quarter for some sort of like 20 comedians perform x amount get picked and distributed across different cities to do it let's start with the heat thing yeah the round before the tv round yeah. is what i'm referring yeah. to yeah how yeah, was the heat was, for you that yeah it was a really it was a really uh good one but you're sat you know you sat with all these great comics like coming in and i'm thinking fucking hell these people are good and that and hold on so. how do you feel like as a as a comedian, yeah, and I suppose this applies to, for example, the acting class I sometimes go to mm. is like people take it into it's called Go Hub, yeah, big up Go Hub, sick acting class. But um, people take it in turns to do a scene, yeah, right. So it's like everyone learns the same script. You kind of take it in turns to do a scene. But when you see people smashing it, sometimes you're like, oh, like do I want to go yeah. next? But yeah. then it's like if they don't really smash it, it's like, well, I've, now it's on me to... Yeah. What's your take on that? Like, um, when anytime smash it... When I see some, uh, somebody smash it, when they come off, I just whisper, whisper to the producer, oh, I think they like kids. <laughs> 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 just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Watch that one. Uh, nah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I thought, well, you know what? Like, it's hard because... When I was up, uh, up the creek, you can hear the laughter upstairs or downstairs. So wherever you're standing, mm -hmm. if you're hearing an act smash it, you're going, wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And in my head, I'm just thinking, they, you know, they, they've done what they're, they're trying to do. All I can do is do my best. And in my mind, I just go, just focus on, on yourself as, as, as hard as it is, because you know, you're, you're, you're up against these people. Cause I the problem is I like, do you know what I mean? I get on with loads of comics. So you see them and they're lovely and then they go kill it. And you're like, what can you do? You, you're In your mind, you're thinking, do you know what I mean? I'm happy for you. But equally, you're thinking, fuck, this is going to be hard for me. You know what I mean? But you just, it. all I've done in that scenario ever, because that happens at gigs, doesn't it? You go to gigs and the mm -hmm. person before you killed it and you go, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be, you know, a question. To, the audience are going to be sitting there thinking, is this person as good as that or whatever? And you just got to suck it up and go, you know, like I've been uh, at gigs where like a musical act or somebody has come off, done something completely different. Musical act Mullet always it. leave the stage with the crowd like in like, Mate. the maddest buzz yeah. ever. Yeah, I was like, I, I was doing a gig and the, the, the act before me that like closed with a song that was brilliant and everyone was just going mad to the, welcome to the stage, me, this numpty, you just got nothing with him, just, you know what I mean? But again, I'm just like, yeah, just focus on what you're doing and, you know what I mean? You do you do your best by you, right? You know what I mean? You know what? If I had a choice, yeah, like, oh, would you rather come on someone like smash it or bomb? I'd hundred percent choose smash it. I'd mm. rather feed off the energy your energy that mm. you've done the hard work yeah, for. Yeah, totally. Then have to come on stage when it's like, fucking hell, this this is a this is this is gonna be long kind of. Yeah. Thing. I mean, the thing is, it is always a good feeling to turn an audience around, and like, obviously, it's not a great feeling for the comic who's just been on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> if you go on and you manage to rip it, but that's why you don't gig with Romish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. But like, um, yeah, no. Nah, if it, ultimately it's like you know, you think, 
uh, like if if it's gone well and the energy's there, I'd always rather go in a room with energy or whatever. But yeah, yeah, if yeah. they haven't and you manage to turn it, you know, because I like just through like doing tour support on that, because the the audience aren't there to see you, I've I've got better or, or maybe thicker skinned is probably the better word of like recognizing that the beginning might be slower, and then if you've won them by the end of it, then you've you've done your job. Do you know what I mean? It was a hard yeah. draft and you've, you've got it done. How did you find that whole that whole experience? Because I suppose that was that like that it was obviously a bit different to the Comedy Central live one, right? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. how did how did you pass? Because obviously I went through it, but yeah, what's yeah, your yeah. opinion on it. So um, I think that um, again, both of the times, I, I'm, I feel lucky that they managed to make it feel as much like a gig as it, as um, as it should have done. Because like you know when you're f the, the you know any type of filming happens, it Bro, I've done one TV and, gig. Oh, Anything right. I'm going off is that. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm making assumptions here. I have no idea. I've done two, right? But, <laughs> like, but I was just glad it was like I, there weren't loads of cuts and you know and all sorts. Yeah, it yeah. was for the most part, it was just done as the show and this that and the other. Because all of that sort of stuff can lead you to be nervous. Do you know what I mean? Because they're going right. You're going to stand here. Then you're going to do this, that, and the other. And, you know, you know. You're like, uh, okay. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking. I just want to go on stage and tell jokes, like. But um, I don't know. I think it was good. I, I, it was glad that, you know, I met you and that, like, I had a laugh in the green room and that helps, you know, because you think you're going on the stage and you've, you've had a laugh already with your mates and that. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. nice in that, you know, plus they fed us. I can't really knock them. I didn't know who 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 was going to be there until no. you get there. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, and as we were saying, I think we were saying this before we started recording, but like when you do comedy shows, sometimes you meet comics, yeah? And the conversation is literally, hi, what's your name? Oh, nice to meet you. You've been gigging a lot? Cool. You done this gig before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. 18 minutes of just awkward silence, yeah. gig commences, and you're like, yeah. That was literally how I met you. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, yeah, the people, like, it was it was a decent vibe, innit? How did you yeah. find like the show? So with the final recording, they did say this on the thing that like they might not be able to include like everyone's yeah. whole set. I think like three of my jokes got cut in it. So if if you watch my set on the YouTube and you're like, yo, I'm desperate to see those three jokes, shout me in it. I'll tell you about a show and maybe I'll invite you in. I'll probably invite you. I don't see maybe. why I wouldn't. <laughs> maybe I'll invite you. <laughs> like I got a waiting list. <laughs> yeah. Shout me for a show. You'll definitely get an invite. <laughs> I'll pay you to come. <laughs> yeah. No, but they yeah. cut some of my jokes, innit? I guess for timing reasons. I remember you didn't. messaging me about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's mad. I don't know. I can't even... I couldn't actually... Uh, I didn't watch it. Like, I couldn't watch it at first because I just... Awkward, isn't it? Watching yourself, sort of. And then when I finally, like, watched it, I was like, uh, I can't even remember whether they'd taken jokes out or not. I was like... Well, it seems about five, but what was it, five or seven? What was it? Was it? Four. Uh, five, five. Five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but then obviously, like, if, if you're... If you plan a five-minute set, but you're getting bare laughs, it's gonna yeah. go longer than five minutes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah obviously, show. So, me what on. did you plan? A three? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill this, mate. Nah, I, I planned yeah. the five in it. And yeah, then, yeah. Like they ended it on a joke that the set doesn't even end on. Oh, it was that's like annoying. Two more jokes, and yeah, that's annoying. you know when like I can't remember what that particular set was, but obviously, if you do a TV gig, you're putting your best foot forward. Yeah. It might have been some clever little callback. I was like, yo, it's gonna, they're going to watch it. be like, that, that lad's writing skills. Yeah, hell. yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't to be. But no, it was a sick experience. You've done some tour support, yeah, like yeah. you're saying. Like, what is that? I've chatted to a few people that have done it, and they've said, uh, 
I don't know. They've said like different things. What's how have you found that? Uh, it was a massive learning curve because like when I first did Sean's tour, Sean was great at like it, you know briefing you as to kind of you know what the ins and outs of it are really, and um, and the truth of it is they don't want to see you. You know what I mean? So like not they don't want to see you. That's like, but they're there to see. It's yeah. like being at a concert and there's opening totally. acts and it's like, that's the bit where you get a drink. You're walking or... in, you're sort of looking around, talking to your mates, where's Jimmy? You know what I mean? Yeah, that crap. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it was like that. But, um, you know, so it's, it, I, I th like I said, I think you grow a thicker skin because you sort of go, okay, they're not totally on board yet. And then they start to walk so How long was your set? 10? Uh, you would do 20 at the top. 20? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever yeah. bomb for 20 minutes straight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was great. It's just locked in there in the memory. Yeah, you just like, oh. it's it like, well, you know, ultimately, even Sean was like, he took the pressure off of it. He was like, listen, if you can get like a, a big way at the end of it, right? A big, you know, a close, no matter, even if it's gone badly and you get a thing, he goes, you've done your job. It's fine by me, right? And he goes, so anything after that is a bonus. Mm. So just think of, think of that. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, um, for the most part, <laughs> I managed to get that. So, uh, but it's yeah, it's, it was good. It was great learning curve, man. No, you just right. got to get all hacked just to just to get a good ending. Like, so give me a cheer if you're not racist. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> no one back, cheered. Oh, right, that explained it. Then you go back to showing that fucking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're talking about gong shows, yeah. Yeah. One time at blackout. This guy was bombing so hard and he left mid-set. Like, he just said, oh, you know what, fuck this, and left. And he didn't even storm out. He just stormed to the back of the room and sat down and watched everyone else. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> he was, I, I, like, he was just, nothing was landing. It was, like, stone cold. I think he was one of them comedians where he was saying all this, like, you know when you just say offensive stuff just yeah. to be offensive and you think it's funny, but it's really just, like, you're just saying this yeah. just for the sake of yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. skill or joke yeah, right yeah, there. It's yeah. literally just you offending people. Yeah, totally. And it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just like, yeah. But I love watching comedians like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love watching them die. I'm like, oh, that is bad. Bro, that yeah. guy is made of sterner stuff to just go to the back of the room and still sit there. And you would think they'd just storm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. not him. <laughs> Mate, I watched the act quit on stage. Right? Quit? Yeah, he's quitted, quit comedy on stage. Quit? Just started going, oh, you know, like those jokes used to go well and this, that, and the other. And he just started saying all like, just basically quitting, but just telling his life story about it. And I was like, can you hurry up, mate? I've got a double. I don't need <laughs> your shit. If you're quitting, decide. Do it. <laughs> it's fucking taking ages. <laughs> Have you ever thought about quitting? Uh, yeah, every day. I mean, it's hard, isn't it? It's like, it's, it, like sometimes you do just sit there and go, "What the fuck am I doing?" Do you know what I mean? Like nah, when you're traipsing up and down the country, and like I've done, I've done like I've got this gig in Crawley coming up. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, it. yeah, totally. It might mate. evoke a similar. Thing. No, big up that gig. I haven't yeah. done it yet, but yeah, no. mate. No, I'm telling you, I, I, like sometimes you do so, like you know, because all of us are working our day jobs and doing mm -hmm. it on the side, and you know, like. It's like a out of control hobby to a certain degree, and like <laughs> you know, like I've I've started to manage my gigs a lot better now. But when I first started, I was you would get any stage time you could, and I used to just like be getting the train back, and you're like midweek, and you're like, oh my god, I'm exhausted, and this that and the other. 
And then through lockdown, I st- I, that's when I started managing my gigs a bit better. Now I'm like, I, you know, I'm a bit better in. Pi- well, firstly, I'm getting managing paid now. What Zoom <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> but now I, I, I actually go right. I'm gonna do. You know, I pretty much gig at the weekend, mm-hmm. and then I try and do a, a decent new material in the week and, and normally I can sort of manage it so I get home still at a decent time because I've got a family and kids and you know and a day job so yeah um, but um, but that's the, that, that's what I was going to lead on to like mm. it's like sometimes you travel and it's like what are the things that like because for me it's like when you travel I've done a gig yeah I like NFL innit yeah so NFL Sundays there's a show called Red Zone it's like Gillette Soccer Saturday. Right, yeah. But they just show highlights and there's no ads for seven hours. It's the best show on earth. Wow, yeah, yeah. I literally like make form my weekends around that. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, I've yeah. done a gig on a Sunday. Red Zone was on. I was like, fuck it. You know, you got to work hard. Bro, traveled all this way. Get there. No one's there. Like there's two other comics and this like old man promoter yeah. who was kind of like just weird and a bit rude. Yeah. And then he grabbed these other like old people from upstairs and I'm there like telling these jokes about therapy. Uh, to be fair. Where was this gig? Uh, Camden. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, don't know how it is. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do. Actually, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and th- for me, I just that- wanted to know. That was all I was thinking. Is that you just want to know the name, innit? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Yeah. You- Who is that? Yeah. But no, that that. What are the things that like? What are the things you hate like about? Now, what are the summer not hate, but like pet peeves? Oh no, a better way of saying it is, what are some of the things of comedy that like you perhaps don't like or demotivates you? that might not be so obvious to, to the yeah. people that don't know. It is the travel. Because, I mean, your travel is like 90% of what you're doing, isn't it? I mean, you you know, you, yeah. you, you, you're on stage for like 20 minutes. I've driven to bloody Norwich or, you know, like and done 20 minutes and then driven back. And you're like, I've done a, I've done like a seven hour trip. <laughs> I've been on stage <laughs> for like 20 minutes. Do you know what I mean? And stuff like that. And for four pound and a mock. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's even worse if you die. Driving back, just crying. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, it's that. I mean, like, I've, but even that, if you've had a good gig, I can still get back and sort of feel like, do you know what I mean? I'm I'm right about it, but you always sit there. Yeah, there's so many times where you can sit there and just question, like, what am I doing, man? Do you Bro, know what I mean? It's you ever just, just walked into a gig and be like, fucking, hell, let's just get this over with? Oh, totally. <laughs> I was like, I remember I was like moving house or something, and I'd gone to the, and I couldn't pull this gig because it was like early on, and you know when you're like new, you're like, yes, I would like your gig in this cafe, and it's fucking no one's gonna turn up at. And so I was like, you know, just didn't want to pull gigs. And so I was like, oh, can't you just pull this gig? And I was like, no, I've got got to go. I don't want to be known on the circuit as the guy who pulls gigs, even though it was like a shit gig, right? And- um, It was that one in Camden, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So I'd driven down to this gig, I won't tell you where, right? Nondescript town, right? And um, uh, I got there and there was like three people there, right? And two, it was a couple and like their dad or something, right? And uh, I walked in and the uh, promoter's gone, oh, Shay must go on. I was like, it doesn't always have to. I mean, you could just knock this shit on the head because this is bollocks, right? And then the first act goes on, right? He gets heckled by this old man, right? And he's so new, he just talk, does his set louder because he doesn't he doesn't know. He hasn't got the skill set yet. So it was totally awkward. So when I went up, I just started arguing with this old bloke, right? And we're just basically, they're family. So they're all kicking off at me. And I was like, well, I'm having this argument. I'm like, oh, fuck this. And I put the mic in and I just walked out. I was like, I ain't coming back to this shit. Oh, this is bollocks. I just left. And, you know, that's the, the frustrating one is if 
like if you go to a gig because I don't think people recognise as much that as a comedian you're giving your time as much as you know every comedian that goes to a gig is trying their best mm. like it doesn't matter whether they di they've died or whatever they are giving it their best no one wants turns up the gig wanting to die bro that's such a good point like it's it, that's that can be applied even when I watch a bad movie. Mm. I sit and think, well, they didn't sit there and think, totally. let's make a four out of ten. Like, yeah. they probably gave it their best and somewhere along the way. So I hear you on that because I got, I've seen, obviously, you you gig a lot, you see comedians, mm. some do well, some not so. But when I see people coming back and they're sticking at it, I respect it. Or even if they've gone up and it ain't worked, I respect it because it's so easy to to not try. Yeah. Or yeah. to be like, oh, that was a bit of a shit gig. I'm yeah. retiring. Like, yeah. nah, like if you're totally. still at it and you've you've given it a go, yeah. whether it goes well or not, like that's half the battle. Yeah. Like yeah. turning up. Yeah, totally. Random Because I, I also like, I think, you know, so you get like a lot, a lot of the sort of open mic bringer gigs that like I went to early on um, were great. Were great people and all that. There was a few that just didn't respect the fact you're giving your time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like, to me, I'm like, if, if, if a promoter hasn't got an audience there and they're like, oh, well, you sit there, you know, because we want to make up the audience. I'm like, what, I want to be your audience and the act. Like, how's that work? Like, I've mm. put my, I've given my time, I've driven down here, it's cost me money and I've given my, my time to do something. You've got to do your end of the bargain. That's why we're all here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's sort of, that was frustrating at the start. But. What do you feel about that? Because obviously, like, you're probably, like, way past that, but there'll be, like, new, co I'd say... What would you describe yourself as, like a pro comic? Um, no, I don't. I'm on. Pro, I get. I'm. I'm getting pro gigs, but I. W I don't know. Maybe because I've still got the day job. I'd like. I. I tend to. You know not, what? You know. I don't even know. Like, first of all, I don't know what a pro comic like. In, I guess it's if your your in, your sole income. In comedy. my head, that's what it is. Yeah. But there's also situations where I know bare comics who not in that position. But they do sit sit gigs at like, yeah. amazing places. Because technically, then you could live with your mum and go, "I'm a pro comic." Well, it's weird though. <laughs> but it's my sole income. I get four pound a week, and I'm killing it. So. But <laughs> to, to comedians have one one idea. Yeah, I mm. done a gig the other day. It went well, and they were like, "Oh, what's your Instagram?" I showed it to them, and I have obviously I got some followers on there and a blue mm. tick, and they're like, "Right, you're like you're you're really professional, aren't yeah, you?" Yeah. Like, no, I just done a bring a gig last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to call upon my followers. Anyone want to turn up? <laughs> so obviously you're 40, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Not in that cup. <laughs> What's your fucking problem, dude? <laughs> I knew as soon as I said that. You I just looked that. at me and went, you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, man? Was there a fire? <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I, I knew as soon as they were, sometimes I just deliver things bluntly. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> it was to set up what I would hope would be an interesting question. Yeah, yeah. Like, What's it feel like being 40? Is that <laughs> <the question? laughs> How'd you even get up them stairs? <laughs> yeah. No, it, it actually, this is actually play, plays into the fact you're 40. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um. So the, que the question was, like, do, do you feel like comedians get better i think the answer is obvious but i'm more interested in the why yeah i personally feel like and i'm sure a lot of other people do as well like comedians get better with age because obviously the more stuff you've been through and you yeah. talk about and the more comfortable you are yeah talking about things when yeah. when you were a bit younger yeah like for example i'm not like i'm i'm 28 what's the month february yeah yeah i'm still 28 i'm 28 and it's like 
Surely you'd have known if you had your birthday. No, because it's in April, <laughs> isn't it? But right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So like I said, I'm 28. And obviously I make some jokes about therapy and stuff. And yeah. Like, I'm not like an old man, but yeah. if that was going on at an earlier period of my life, I'd yeah. be like, nah, I ain't talking about that. Like, yeah. But yeah. then you grow a bit more comfortable with what you've been through and who you are and stuff. Yeah. And you're a bit more willing. But what's your take on that as, you know, a pensioner? <laughs> yeah cheers mate um yeah now i feel like uh that's down that i i'm getting that from more so time served on the circuit in my mind like because you like you know when you start you're you you've got your five and it's got you know you just all you you're dragging anything that you've you know you essentially go to a gig and you've dragged anything funny and stuck it together and it could be a mishmash of whatever the hell it was no one gives a shit if a joke that, you know, a, jo a joke following another joke is a completely different topic, has no sense to it. It's just bam, 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 you know? And so like, and then you move to a 10 and that's a similar sort of thing. And then as you move up with doing longer sets, you recognize that actually I do want to, uh, there's things I do want to talk about or I can talk about rather than just dragging the funny things that come up in conversation that you, you, you know, force into a set. So now I feel like just, from gigging more that I've sort of feel like I want to talk about certain things and even if they're not funny at this point make them funny rather than finding things that are funny and mash them into a set if that makes sense yeah that's interesting <clears throat> so what you were like dying to cuss your kids <laughs> you were like <laughs> well no I mean that bit for the, for the most part with their their like they I do that bit about the hype man bit that was like that was written that was them. That was literally yeah, an yeah. off-the-cuff comment about the way they like were. That's, that's a good... Go check his website. Di what's your website? Uh, Dinesh Nathan. Check that, because yeah. it's got the clear. It's a sick joke. Go check that. Yeah, so... And that was that was just in the car, and it was just a throwaway comment that I said to him when my daughter was doing it, right? And um, so now they need to come up with more material, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I am stuffed, mate. You will not see me on the circuit. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, just throwing it back, yeah, because I didn't even know this until you said it, or... You might have said it before, but you said you're like a trained pilot. Yeah, I've yeah. Had, you mentioned this before, and you said you're a trained pilot. Mm. It's like you're also Asian, isn't it? Yeah. But then obviously I've seen your mum on TV, so I'm yeah. guessing it's not like some kind of like a bit more like liberal and loose with like the expectations and the telling you what to do and yeah. you must do this, be a doctor, be a dentist. Yeah. Like, anything creative, <coughs> I'm just gonna look at you like you're absolute trash. Yeah. But like totally. with this whole thing of oh yo, like I'm a pilot pilots make a lot of money yeah instead let me drive to norwich to make 10 quid yeah, yeah like yeah. does that ever cross did that would was that ever a thing for you because you're asian and a lot of asian people for they do kind of have this pressure from their parents of yeah like, me personally i never felt that but i know a lot of people and they they probably they i know they feel that it's like I only, yeah like i only became a doctor because like that's what my mom said out to do totally. whatever yeah well uh, so my parents were like that. So like what happened was we, so we we were at a really decent school, and then my dad lost everything essentially, right? And we got mm. pulled out of these schools, like, and um and for a, like he went away, he went to prison and and all sorts of bits and pieces. And so it for that period, my mum was a single mum, and I think my mum didn't really know what what to tell us to do or what to sort of suggest we do. So all, all she would say is study, go study, go study, do the, you know, go study, go to uni, do all that. And that was all, all I think, just, you know. And so we did, the, we did all that. We went to school, I went to school, college, uni, and I just remember coming out of it, getting a job. And in my head, I felt like that whole education piece and the way that your parents teach you is that you go and do that and then you'll get a job and you'll be happy. 
and then you carry on. And I remember getting into my first job and just going, what, what, what is this? Like, is this really what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life? Do you know what I mean? And then, and then at the time, and again, it's so hard, isn't it, to know what you really want to do or where you, where your strengths really lie, or what your, you know, because some people fall into them careers that that their personality complements and it just fits and it just so they they blow up, you know, it goes well or you know, some people have to work at it, or whatever. But you know, and uh, so at the time, I remember graduating and, and just not sort of being happy with, you know, I always wanted more, and I'm always gonna, I think I'll always have that in me of this whole thing to to do more and 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 get you know and 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 try and succeed in different things because it's just I think it's just the way I'm wired. I think my dad was a workaholic, my brother's a workaholic, I'm the same, so I don't know, it's it's odd. But I don't think my dad was like when my dad was still alive when my brother was starting comedy. Mm. And it and it was my you know, it was almost to a certain degree. My brother did his masters and all sorts, right? So he had proven himself on the education side of things. So I think my parents were just incredibly proud of fact that he's doing this thing they loved it that he did it you know so um what comedy or the master comedy yeah like yeah. I, and I, I think it's because what can you say I've, I've gone and got educated i've got yeah, my education yeah, yeah. you pushed me to do that i've got that and now i'm doing this and so what can i do you know he's a fully grown man at this point to say you know i know i'm sure my mum would still hit us but <laughs> 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 i don't give a shit that you're 25 <laughs> but, yeah so yeah so how do you balance it all? Because obviously you've got kids, you've got mm. a day job. Yeah. You're obviously doing a lot of gigs mm. and, and stuff. Like, how do you balance all that? Uh, my kids really suffer, man. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen them in months. I'm just hoping they're all right. Uh, it's really hard. It is really hard. I, I think after lockdown, managing um, my gigs better was... Uh, what does that mean, though? Like, you don't do shit gigs or what? Like... So I just, I pretty much gig Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then if there's a new material night that I think that is really good or, or that, you know, I know we'll have people there, it's less of a gamble. So I'll go and do that. And that me, and, and to be fair, all it meant that was that I wasn't gigging, you know, during the week. Cause I did, you know, because when I first started, when I first started the first year, I, I recognized that I, I couldn't keep it up like that because, you know, I was tired and stuff like that because I had a day job and I wanted to be good at my day job still anyway, you know? Mm. So, um, and that's the case now, you know, so because it is, you know, obviously my day job is what gives me, you know, I looks after my kids and, and, and my lifestyle and stuff. So I never want to jeopardize that. So, you know, I've managed my gigs around that as much as right, I want to Dinesh's kids, are you hearing this? Yet? Yeah, so totally. The ne shit I do for ne you. Ne next time, next time he tries to turn around and say, well, these jokes are, are paying the food. He's like, well, no, actually, <laughs> that yeah. little day job. <laughs> yeah, totally. Delete it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> But yeah, I, you know, like I, 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 I just have managed them better now, so I'm a lot better at managing it. And now I hear you on that because yeah. it's like when you first start, mm. it's kind of like a buzz. Like oh, totally. Yeah. You're happy to just do anything and yeah, everything. Totally. Yeah. Because it's so new and it's like, but then you kind of do it a bit more and you're like, okay, cool. I can be a bit more strategic. Yeah. Yeah. These are good nights to try out new stuff. These are nights where I might want to do a like more pro or yeah. Pro well, because that's the thing. If you turn up to a gig and there's like three or four people there, what are you getting out of it? Yeah, I've get yeah I've given up my evening, and then I've got to work tomorrow on the back of having to travel here and do this gig. Do you know what I mean? So now I I don't think I can't remember the last time Touchwood again where I've turned up an open mic there hasn't been an audience. Do you know what I mean? Or a, or a decent audience. Most of the, what's yeah, decent? How many? Even if there's twenty, I'm good. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I, twenty non-bringers. Twenty twenty non-bringers, mate. Yeah, <laughs> twenty non-bringers for sure. 
But like, you know, I, I remember doing um, uh, like uh, there was a, a, a promoter who does quite a load of uh, quite a few gigs and he was doing a new gig and uh, I went to go um, do that gig and there was about, I think about eight people and that's the first time, and that was a couple of years ago, but that was the first time in ages. I was like, I got there and I thought, oh my God, this is gonna be rough. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So we just ended up with chit chat and I, and I sort of left and I just sort of, in my head I'm thinking, what the, what did I get out of that? Cause you know, you know, at this time you're getting paid, but at the same time you're still like, I wanted to do something with some new material. I wanted to tweak something. I wanted to do this. Do you know what I mean? You you want to enjoy it because then they enjoy it, right? So so like, how how do you go from like being like doing these? Like how do you get to a point where you get like paid stuff? Because I've had a few like for me, it's not like I get like loads and loads of paid gigs. But yeah. the more I've been doing <clears throat> it, slowly but surely, and thankfully and gratefully, keep booking me, please. Yeah. But slowly but surely, they're starting to like trickle in from random little places. But like, what? How have you found that? How'd you go from to to get those regular paid spots? So I like when I started jumping on the pro middles, and the, the mad thing is, I, when I started yeah. doing the pro middles, I the middle like, ten, yeah, the middle ten. So I for just, con, for again for the non-comedy, like it's usually like pro act does twenty minutes at the start, two middle people do ten minutes set, another yeah. pro act <clears throat> closes with twenty minutes, right? Yeah. So then I stepped up to to try and do these sort of like you know the middle spots and that. And two things. One thing was I recognise how good the open and closes are because I'm like, bloody hell, man. Do you know what I mean? When you start stepping up to that, it's a different arena because you're, you know, you're so used to doing open mics and you'll, you know, uh, you get to a point where you know you'll be pretty good in comparison to because they're all newer, right? So mm. you've got experience, essentially. Started doing the middle pro, uh, middle pro gigs and then the more you drum them out, the, like, it sort of waterfalls, you know, like you get promote, other promoters that will see you, other acts on the bill will go, oh, I thought that was really good, come and do my gig. And then I was lucky enough to have like, there was about four or five London promoters all, all around the southeast that when I did the tryout spots for them, they just gave me a list of dates after that. Mm. And and to this day, touch wood, I still gig with all of them, or for all of them, and they've always been really good to me. Like. I would say, like, look, look I don't want to, if I shout them out on here, then they'll get a shitload more open micers. But they're just like, can you give me a gig? But like, give me their details really, after this. Yeah, 100%, because they're great promoters. And there's, there's a handful of them um, that are, that, that have been great to me. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what's coming next from you? What's next from. Uh, I, I want to do more on the, get the social media um, really going. So, I'm like, I was doing like a, I was doing a car one um, ages ago. I got like this deal where I was doing like uh, reviewing vehicles and like, you know, that was, that was a, you know, I love cars and stuff. So it was really good to do. And then I got a mate of mine who I want to do a podcast with who's batshit mm. mental. Um, and uh, his name's Ben Robson. Right. And uh, I wanted to do a pod uh, Well, we're, we're planning on doing a podcast together um, because we're, we're very different people, but we get on really well. So, mm. um, he's in one of the videos on YouTube, actually it's called like at the time it's called comedy chauffeur. And we just like, I you, uh, got him in to like review a car and, uh, we just got on really well. So like we want to do more of that. So yeah. probably the podcast and, uh, and more on this on social media, like TikTok, really. Where can people find you? Where can they follow you up, bro? Uh, yeah, Dinesh Nathan Comedian. Um, uh, .co.uk, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> really should. This guy's like, I want to really do more on socials, but yeah. yeah, here, take my website. <laughs> yeah, it's a guess. Just, uh, just yeah. See, see That's how you know he's like 46, because he's like, yeah, here's my <laughs> it's website. 43, mother. It's not even 43, it's 42. <laughs> Uh, That's yeah. not in his website. Yeah, do you know what? Uh, yeah, it's, I, I think it's Dinesh Nathan .co.uk. 
or.com. Could be one of the two. Here's a but try both. If you're really that keen, if you give up after fucking one try, then whatever. All right. But yeah, it's one of those two. Yeah. And that's all the all the live dates and all that on there. Yeah. Yeah. What about your socials, though? Uh, Dinesh Nathan Comedian on Instagram okay. and the same on TikTok as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we have it. Episode two, the AJ Rose show. Still not too sure how to close these things out. Yeah, keep hey, keep helping me rank up that random chart. I don't, <laughs> you know how random this chart is, yeah. I tried to look for the chart that they said I ranked in. I can't even find it. <laughs> Literally, it was some random email that I didn't even sign up for. It yeah. could be a prank. Like I yeah. could be, they could be listening to this right now. Like we fucking got yeah, it. Like, yeah, we got yeah, it. Yeah. Like I'm doing a little TikTok like <laughs> about me getting pranked. But yeah, anyway, help me climb up them charts if you um like the uh, podcast. Please rate it five stars. Um, subscribe to the YouTube. Follow me on social media. Yeah, that's it, bro. That was good fun, mate.